Hello, everyone. This is Mary Hasbrook Fernandez, and I'm your host of Leadership, Legacies, and Legends Unleashed podcast. I'm so excited to be here today because of the topic we're, t- we're discussing. I want you to know it is so important to understand education can take you so many places and it can serve you over and over again. My background in um, electronic technology gave me my strategic um, thinking approach to everything. And it has blessed me to research and, and take new leaps and new adventures. And here I am, this podcaster is a boomer and she's here. And that is amazing. How did I get here? Just constantly believing in yourself and constantly seeking new adventures. But we have a foundation when we get that education, education in the area that um, most fascinates us. So tonight's topic is dirt heels, secrets and adventures of those dirt heels. I wanted to just give you a few minutes on this topic because this is so important to me. As we celebrate the entire first season of my hometown, Portsmouth, Virginia, I'll be pulling out some of the great um, leaders, mentors, and stories of things that make us love this city. So I want you to keep it positive with me, you know, reference that big toe, and just keep it positive with me as we celebrate the good, all right? Well, first of all, I want you to know that I know you have memories of your childhood and how you were brought up and how you enjoyed that journey, right? Well, one of the things about my journey is I know many of us had the three foot rule or the eyesight rule. And that was you couldn't play no further than two blocks away in either direction. Well, this direction was straight out the front door and there was a dirt hill. That dirt hill I can remember so well because it was I was about two feet tall, two to three feet by the time that dirt hill was gone. But what happened in the dirt hill? There were so many fantastic adventures of childhood and lessons learned in those dirt hills. So when you see a dirt hill, it's got a lot to say and a lot to share. First of all, I shot of my house and then, of course, I shot of the neighbor's houses because you had parenting by neighbors. You had parenting by everyone who lived there. It was just like a family. The one thing about the dirt hill was Who knew at that time it was a sign of things to come? We look at Dirt Hill number one. You look at it as a two feet tall, two foot tall child with other friends around that are about three feet tall, no taller than four because, you know, we had to play within certain environments and certain ranges. So there were no big children. We were all growing up together and the big children were nowhere to be found. So the first thing you do when you see that Dirt Hill was fear because everybody else is running up the dirt hill and you're looking at the dirt hill and you're on all fours trying to get up the dirt hill. At some point, the dirt hill had dirt and grass. Second thing, you get enough courage to tackle the dirt hill. As you get the courage to tackle the dirt hill, you go at all four, you hold on to everything, every bump and knock and curve of the dirt hill until you get to the top of the hill. That dirt hill looked like a mountain. It was a mountain in my eyes. 
and many of our friends' eyes. But when you got to the top of the dirt hill, you owned your territory. And as a child, these adventures, they elevate your spirit, they encourage your heart, and they build a sense of pride. I made it to the top of the dirt hill. The newest adventure on that same dirt hill, that dirt hill, number one, was the idea of sliding down. We cut so many paths going up and down that dirt hill, up one way, down another, that we had this one extra thing we did, trusting no glass and no rocks were in the path. We would slide down the dirt hill. I tell you, I don't even think at that age, I, I know the city, we had a park that wasn't far, but of course you couldn't go that far because it was beyond the two and two block distance and definitely out of sight of parents out of sight of parents. So that dirt hill was the greatest adventure within house distance. And the fact that as a child, you could conquer so many elements of play. Play. Oh my goodness. We had so much fun. Go outside and play. And that's what they told us. So as the dirt hill went on in a house uh, replaced it and a path between Kern Avenue and Watson Street. Um, the dirt hill disappeared. And eventually, we were no longer interested in that territory anyway. So here come dirt hill number two. We go down the street, Bell, to the left now. We're not going out the front door where Kern was near. We're going down the left, down Bell. And there's another dirt hill. And there are trees on this property too. It's a bigger property. So we're there and we're having fun. And Dirt Hill number two is truly an adventure. And we're not that excited about it because now we have trees, trees to climb. Did you ever climb a tree? Did you have that fun of being able to get so dirty that it took three baths a day? Being two feet and three feet, you can remember being able to come home all filthy from head to toe get a bath, get into your lunchtime clothes, little teeny shorts, no, no taller than five or six inches because we were so tiny, but we had so much fun and get that bath, have your lunch and then go outside and play. And here we go. So now we're older is we're three and four or four feet tall. We're going down Bell right at the corner because beyond Bell was the cousin's. And all the parents looking out for all the children, speaking into their lives, respecting them, keeping their distance, but definitely everybody's eyes were on the children. So I'm climbing this tree on, tree on Dirt Hill number two, because that's the new level of achievement. And you conquer the tree and you're enjoying climbing this, this tree that's been in the community for years. And you, you get up there and you sit on a branch that's reaching out to the side. That is level three achievement because you're no longer on the ground. You're no longer trying to climb the tree. You have climbed the tree and you have reached a branch. Stay with me now. There's a point to all of this. So this is when the coming of age things happen. The last time I climbed a tree, I had made it up the tree to the left to this big branch and I'm sitting there and I'm about four or four feet tall, about three or four, because you can't even remember the age because the childhood was such an adventure and so much fun. I mean, you didn't even know that you didn't have a lot. You didn't know 
that you had enough to feed everybody and then some, but you still didn't have a lot. And you saw parents and families take care of each other. Families of five and 10 children was kind of like the norm in that community. And so we had plenty of people to play with, right? So I had this one distinct memory that at the top of that tree or that limb, I looked down at my hand and there was this giant, big, brown wood spider. They were always there. How did I miss them? How did I, at this time in my life, see the danger of the big, giant wood spider? And after I saw that spider, I saw another spider hanging from a web. That means the sun must have been coming down and it was getting dark because those spiders did not show up before then. So that was my last tree I climbed. And all of a sudden, I became a little lady, no longer interested in climbing those trees and playing on the dirt hills and having those wonderful childhood adventures because we grow up and we adapt to change. So those adventures are behind us. But what did we get from them? What kind of secrets did those experiences have? Number one, we had fun, laughter, physical activity. We met friends. We had socialization. We were able to own our place among playing fairly and getting along with others. Not that there weren't some fights from time to time, but we don't even remember those. Why not focus on the good things in life? You know, they can be so rewarding. We also enjoyed getting dirty, down in the dirt, sitting in the dirt, even before the first dirt heel, the mud pies. I don't know how many of you remember mud pies, but as you grow up and you see the world from a bigger stage, you know, some people actually survived on clay and dirt. And that is sad. But as a child, you're so into your childhood, you sometimes don't see that. And then some are dealing with such amazing situations that they can't even relate to you and your dirt heel, right? So that was an experience that taught us so much that strengthens our, our personalities and our character. And it let us move on to bigger and greater adventures in life courageously. So what are some of the secrets that were revealed from this, uh, this journey that I want to impart to you and hope you can follow me with the way I see things and the way I enjoy things? Because I tell you, we didn't have the sidewalks. We didn't have sidewalks, but those dirt hills were replaced with houses. Dirt hill number two was a season of brick houses. That dirt hill was replaced by a change that was coming over the community of bigger homes, not bigger homes, but other homes were coming. And then later on, the change was brick homes and sidewalks. Change is inevitable. And so it's so important that as we look around the world and we look at where we've come from, that we embrace change and that we be aware of the change around us. New dirt hills were the signs and told secrets of new families moving into the community. That can be equated to growth, progress, and community improvement. As a child, you don't think those things, but as you look back over your life and you see how things evolved, change is not a bad thing, especially when it's for the good. Adulthood dirt heels 
now you're in high school, college, and you're going in and you're coming and you further from your home. And, you know, we would walk to certain places like Mid-City Shopping Center. How many of you remember Mid-City? Mid-City Shopping Center house stores, it housed um, stores that grew up to become giant, even bigger stores that they later moved on. And then Mid-City became Dirt Hills. It sat there for a while and it became Dirt Hills. Dirt Hills were the sign of something coming. Do you remember Robert Hall before that move? We had a little shoe store that wasn't so very far from our home. But Robert Hall was replaced with Dirt Hills. We had such a wonderful time. And not far in another direction, Norcom High School, the old Norcom High School, was replaced with Dirt Hills. Those Dirt Hills, now they are big shopping centers in the places where there once were Dirt Hills. Those Dirt Hills had memories of what was replaced by what is. What is, is it good? Is this change wonderful? Is this change amazing? Oh yeah, we have sidewalks now everywhere, all over the place. But were we aware that change was happening? Probably not, because we were busy growing ourselves, adapting to life and all the demands of what was going on in our world. So let's move on as we get ready to move to the end of this, this 15 minutes of Dirt Heels Adventures and Secrets. Dirt Heels definitely were revealing signs of progress and change coming. Progress and change that come from Dirt Heels remind me of do not despise small beginnings because we all start somewhere. So it's not who we are now, it's who we are becoming. What are you doing with what you have been given? Are you evolving? Are you enjoying your life? Are you embracing life? Are you making a difference in the world? It's time to step out of our comfort zone and, and the shoulders that we're standing on, those that mentored and ministered into our lives that are no longer here, and those that are on the front line making a difference from wherever they are, their talents, their gifts, like the beautiful uh, frontline workers that were on this wonderful TV show the other day, coming together and singing that you will be found. So don't be lost out there all by yourself. Don't think you have to go it alone. Find your tribe, find your network of people, find your place to use your gifts and your talents. Sometimes we don't see them. Sometimes we might get hopeless and we wonder, does anybody see us or anyone see us in the midst of our becoming? Because in becoming, you know, very often people think you have it all going on. They think you got all the money in the world, all the bills paid because you are an energetic voice for change or you're an activator, a person who's out there always on the front line working to make a difference. But that gives you joy. It evolves you as a person. It gives you um, it's spiritual development, emotional and mental maturity. These are things we want. So to my young adults out there, don't let your song go unplayed. Don't get lost in the dirt hills or the winding paths of life. Know that something great is coming and it's on the horizon. There's secrets in those dirt hills. There's secrets in the process of becoming. So look around you for new dirt hills. I had my, my nephew drop by the other day and he said, hey, they're breaking ground. And you know what I did? 
on my way to uh, vacation Bible school, I got in my car and I drove to see the breaking of ground. And I saw several dirt hills. You know, I like to witness change. I like to see life in progress and in process. And I saw dirt hills from one end of, of, of not just a block, but a part of town and you go all the way around the community and you come in from the other angle and you see dirt hills. That many dirt hills mean major changes in the midst, major process, pro progress is being made. So it looks like change is on the horizon. Now you, the gift, the person with the mind, the talents and the abilities, stay engaged Get out there and find out what's going on in the world, how you can constantly be a part of this ever-changing world. Listening to one of my favorite shows I like to listen to in the morning with coffee, it was talking about the new uh, resignation, the nationwide resignation, where we're shifting where the employee is the hunter to the employer being the hunter. I mean, these gifts and talents you have, it is your time. So I'm getting ready to sign off. I'm Mary Haswood Fernandez, your host of Leadership, Legacies, and Legends, celebrating the city of Portsmouth this entire first season, honoring my hometown and the people who are here and the people who have gone on before us that are no longer here, but there's stories to be told. And I do want you to know that Podcasting is a new adventure for me. And if you're thinking about podcasting, I invite you to check it, check out the ABCs of podcasting that will be held September 4th. And you can register on my website at Wuha by Mary. We're going to have an expert instructor who can give you an entire overview of what podcasting is and maybe some of the history behind it and why podcasts now. And if you want to proceed beyond that, there's an academy that will be offered to you. But take a peek inside. I mean, the pricing is just so perfect because I don't think you'll find that type of pricing. So as I get ready to go and sign off, I want to thank you for listening and I appreciate your um, your time. I want you to know how I value uh, my listeners because this is a time to share and to come out of our comfort zone and to grow. And I want to do my best to impact change and humanity. So I'm Mary Haslund Fernandez, your podcast host of Leadership, Legacies, and Legends. Enjoy your day. Goodbye. Mm -hmm.